good evening, denizens of Internet Wonderland. It's time once again to kick back, relax, and listen to the soothing sounds of the melodious cat streaming through your airways. As we veer once again down the rabbit hole and view into the looking glass of logical madness. Welcome to my home. This is Cheshire's Place. of Internet Wonderland. I hope my voice is finding you well. I would like to welcome you back to my home and these wonderful digital airwaves. This is Cheshire's Place. As always, I am your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. You can always find me in my small little corner of Internet Wonderland by going on Facebook and clicking a like on my Facebook group page. Cheshire's Place, A Looking Glass into Logical Madness. You can always listen to this podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. And if you're ever interested in dropping a line, saying hi, or giving any suggestions for upcoming shows, feel free to email me at CheshireLookingGlass at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at PlaceCheshire. Season 2 is upon us. It's actually quite surreal for me because, as I mentioned before, during Season 1, there was a time where it felt like I was not going to continue. So, I needed a moment during this month and a half hiatus to just reflect. Reflect on what I want to do with this podcast. Reflect with the change, with the tone that I would like to bring to the listeners out there. As I was reflecting, I looked back to episode one, greatly titled Imperfect Beginnings. And as I listened to that one, I realized something. That season one altogether was my imperfect beginning. I mean, you can hear changes. You can feel how things were beginning to shift and evolve with myself as a podcaster, with the tone of the show. A lot of things that were done were actually very much spur of the moment which it's okay to shoot from the hips whenever you're trying something new but as you progress it's better to be able to have a focus a goal to have a plan established for what it is you would like to do 
So I reached out to friends, to family, to listeners of the show because I feel it's important that everyone that listens to this wonderful cat voice that is on the airwaves truly has an input on what is said, what is discussed on the show. So, after a couple of weeks into the actual hiatus, I started planning. Now, granted, I'm not on YouTube, so this you will not be able to see, but behind me is my plan. Five months worth of content, suggestions for episodes that everyone has contributed to. And I think the route that I'm going with this is truly what I want to do because I want all the listeners to contribute. I want listeners to hit me up on Twitter and email me and on the Facebook group to give suggestions for the show because you have a voice. There are things on your mind that you want to discuss, but sometimes it feels like we are trapped in the closet, in the recesses of our own minds that we cannot express what it is we want to let out. So, my promise to you, the denizens of Internet Wonderland, is quite simple. Whatever topic you would like to discuss, whatever is boggling your mind, whatever it is that is heavy on you, that you want to let out, this is your safe haven. This is your opportunity to dive into the rabbit hole with me as we both, as we all, begin to understand logical madness that is within everything in this world. So, as long as you are willing to just express yourself through your comments, through your suggestions, I will definitely follow through with these suggestions and we will discuss it. Now granted, I do still have five months of content here on my little whiteboard, but I am not afraid to go back and shoot from the hip with topics. So this podcast will be as flexible as possible. We'll still cover the topics that I already have, but if there is something that is really, really intriguing you, feel free and suggest it. I'll talk about it. Because that is what a good cat would do. A good cat is always curious, always wants knowledge. So, feel free to join me. As we explore the rabbit hole of logical madness, as we view inside that looking glass together, follow me as we explore. So, <clears throat> pardon me, 
I should also say that the Sammy Sunshine clause is also in effect. There are times where I will be clearing my voice. There will be times where I will be sipping from my nice little water bottle. Because this is real life. Sometimes you just can't press a button and say cut and restart. So I'd like to bring that more to the table as well. During this hiatus, not only did I have a time to reflect on how I want to bring the show, how I want to change, how I want to evolve, I did a few things for myself in order to relax and expand my horizons even further. As many know, I am an avid martial artist. I love martial arts. I've been doing it for a very long time. And recently I had the honor of sitting down beneath the learning tree of Professor Halo Lopez. Oh, my apologies. Angel Halo Lopez and Professor Jared Huber. Now, both gentlemen are from the California area. And Professor Halo runs his own school, Halo Jiu-Jitsu. If you're ever in the Fresno area and you have ever wanted to start martial arts training, or if you are an a-, a seasoned martial artist and you want to expand your horizons even further, look no further than Halo Jiu-Jitsu. Professor Halo, in my opinion, is a very wonderful instructor. Just working with him over the days that I had the opportunity to, I learned a lot more about myself personally and how I am as a martial artist. So, Professor Halo, Professor Huber, thank you very much for the time and opportunity that I got to spend with y'all. It was definitely greatly appreciated. What else has happened during this break? I started back at work again. It's been kind of crazy. A lot of preparation, a lot of reports, a lot of typing, but it's worth it for the end goal that we are trying to achieve. I did manage to lose a few pounds by working out. I haven't really been hitting the gym much, but you know, training in martial arts and just being extremely active at work especially whenever it comes to lifting heavy objects, furniture, boxes, you actually do get a pretty good workout out of it. So it was fun, to say the least. Um, I got to meet some new people, got to reach out to some old friends, got to reminisce a little bit about things that happened in my life, and just continuing to realize that everything has an imperfect beginning to it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with an imperfect beginning. You know, some people are always afraid to start something new, to overstep their own personal boundaries, to think outside the box. And it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be cautious about starting something new. What is not okay is not going for the opportunity. And, you know, everyone has seen the memes on Facebook about starting something new, and most of them really hold true. You know, you shouldn't live your life in a constant fear of starting a new adventure to 
to grabbing a new opportunity. Because you never know. Maybe that opportunity will be something worthwhile. Maybe it'll be something that will be beneficial in the long run. Now, yes, some opportunities out there may not work out. For a minute there, I was going to say they may just blow up in your face, but that isn't true. Most opportunities don't blow up in your face. It's always a 50-50. It's like flipping a coin. Heads, a good outcome. Tails, a not-so-good outcome. I'm not going to say a bad outcome, because every outcome is a learning lesson, especially when trying something new. So, what I'm trying to say is, it's okay to be cautious in trying something outside of your comfort zone. But don't let the fear stifle your progress in life. Because you don't want to be put into a position where you have regrets for not trying something that you wanted to do. And that's what's going on here. Because what I am noticing is that due to the pandemic, due to everything that's going on with protesting, um, with overall global tension, a lot of people are beginning to realize that life is too short. Life is a precious thing, and we should take opportunities as much as possible. If you ever wanted to try something new, a new hobby, a new career, go for it. There's nothing wrong with falling down a little bit here and there whenever trying something new. It's actually a very strong indicator of how you're going to progress. Because if you take certain setbacks to heart and it begins overwhelming you, you're going to break down. You're going to set yourself up for failure. But if you take these setbacks and you make a plan in order to empower yourself to do better, you will open up the doors to a whole new world of possibilities that you could not even imagine. So take it from this wonderful kitty cat. Take a chance. Do something bold. Accept the opportunities that are coming to you. And if anything, no matter what happens, try your best at it. Always try your best. So, <clears throat> pardon me as I get a small little drink of water. As I said, Sammy Sunshine Claws is in effect. So pardon me for a couple of seconds here. This time I'm not drinking Aquafina or Dasani. I'm actually drinking Fiji water. I had to make a run to a couple of places and went to my local gas station and saw that beautiful bottle just sitting there in the fridge and I had to have it. 
So, originally I wanted to do Geeking Around the Table as the first episode. Um, I've expressed this during the last season about Geeking Around the Table, but let me give everyone a better premise of what Geeking Around the Table is. It is a segment for geeks, by geeks, for the geek world. During these segments, which will be a monthly occurrence, I will be sitting down with some good friends of mine as we discuss all things geek. So, ranging from video games, music, um, movies, comic books, pro wrestling, um, even going as far as Dungeons and Dragons, LARPing, um, cosplaying, there's going to be a lot involved. Now, for this first episode of Geeking Around the Table, I will have the man, the myth, the legend, your friend and mine, Monkey, with us. And also, I will have the darlings of the internet wonderland, Pocket Full of Joy, or aka Team Pocket Rocket, Allie and Ryan will be part of the first Geeking Around the Table. And we will be actually coming out with that this Saturday. Um, originally I was supposed to do it today, but there were some minor constraints, um, as in it's kind of late and around this time Monkey's actually getting off of work, so it's more scheduling issues than anything else, but we will definitely be doing Geeking Around the Table this Saturday, and I promise you will laugh, you will cry, you will ponder about the word geek who knows maybe you may be a um a closet geek and this is your chance to come out of the closet and enjoy all things geek with us so we definitely welcome you to this geek kingdom of ours and hopefully hopefully you'll like it also directly after geeking around the table during that following week I'll be doing an interview with upcoming author Laura Thomas. Her book, Chosen, is coming out later this month. And I've known Laura for quite a while. So it is an honor to be able to sit down with her and discuss her passion for literature and discuss her upcoming book series. Which... Leading from there for the rest of this month, we'll be diving into love and relationships. I know it's a little cliche, but here in Cheshire's Place, we're going to put a little logical madness into the mix. So we're going to be doing a three-parter with part one and part two occurring in the final two weeks of the month. And with part three kicking off September. Also, in terms of love and relationships, we're going to dive a little bit into something more provocative, something risque. And what I'm talking about is the BDSM community. Now, yes, many people out there have seen the movie Fifty Shades of Grey. Many people have watched Netflix 365, but for some of us who have heard of the movie The Secretary, 
Maybe that was your introduction to BDSM. And for those who have never seen The Secretary, you can always find it online. I think they actually have it on YouTube if you ever want to watch it. Secretary is the type of movie that puts 50 Shades of Grey to shame. And this movie actually has the Mr. Cheshire seal of approval for research. So we will be diving into the world of BDSM and also in terms of being a kinkster in this unique dating world. And I'll be doing a special interview for that as well, so please stay tuned. I'll let you know when that episode is coming up. But there is another reason why... I decided to do this episode tonight, aside from geeking around the table, which once more we'll be doing on Saturday. Um, a listener, a very close friend, and someone dear and special to me, for the sake of everything, we're just going to call her Kitten, because she is very precious and she likes to cuddle a lot. Kitten was telling me about her friend, Lorray. And both of them listened to my podcast, and Lorraine made the comment that she would pay me to read a book or to produce an audiobook. And this makes me think back to what Monkey said during his first interview I have a voice for radio. As if it was talking in the in the silent movies. I think that's what he said. But I also remember he said that he has the face for radio too, which also I have as well. So for anyone wondering, that means I'm not really that good looking, so to speak. That's why I stick with podcasting. My voice may sound melodious, but the face is more homely than anything else. And for those who are listening that actually know me, don't say anything. Let's not ruin the mystique. But due to hearing that, Lorraine said that she would pay me to produce an audiobook. You know, one, I'm not going to accept someone's money. Now, granted, if it was a gift, no problem. But this actually got my little whiskers twitching. So I figured... What if every month, during the first week of the month, I do a separate casting where I read a bedtime story, a lullaby, a soliloquy, what have you. So, I think I will be calling it Mr. Cheshire's Melodious Lullaby. A chance for me to read an excerpt from a book or a poem, anything that you suggest. I will read it in this melodious voice, and hopefully it will be as calm and soothing as Matthew McConaughey on the Calm app whenever he was reading that story. I wish I could remember what story it was he was reading, but it was absolutely beautiful. It actually helped me to sleep one time. And also, mentioning the Calm app, they are not a sponsor whatsoever. I used to have it before they started charging crazy amounts of money. 
and it's actually a good app to use especially if you need something to help you relax they have a lot of good meditative music they have different individuals that will read audiobooks so there's a lot from the calm app but as i mentioned before they are a little spendy but if you're willing to give it a try go for it so seeing how this is a new challenge for me and i'm actually going to queue up a story right now because i feel that this is something that i can definitely do So the story that I had in mind was actually Good Night Moon. So waiting for it to queue up right here. Here we go. So Larray, Kitten, this is for you. This is Mr. Cheshire's reading of good night moon and I hope everyone enjoys it good night moon by Margaret Weiss Brown in the great green room there was a telephone and a red balloon and a picture of the cow jumping over the moon and there were three little bears sitting on chairs and two little kittens and a pair of mittens and a little toy house and a young mouse and a comb and a brush and a bowl full of mush and a quiet old lady who was whispering hush good night room good night moon good night cow jumping over the moon Good night, light, and the red balloon. Good night, bears. Good night, chairs. Good night, kittens. And good night, mittens. Good night, clocks. And good night, socks. Good night, little house. And good night, mouse. Good night, comb. And good night, brush. Good night, nobody. Good night, mush. And good night to the old lady, whispering hush. Good night, stars. Good night, air. Good night, noises everywhere. You know, that was a extremely short story. Let's see if we can find one other thing that I can read. Now, the wonderful thing about having Google is that you can look up bedtime stories for adults. I was actually surprised by this. Let's see here. So you're actually going to be exploring with me as I take a look here on my laptop for another story to read. Um, there's an ad for the Calm app or www.calm.com if you ever want to try it for seven days. More than 150 sleep and bedtime stories read by well-known voices. 
Yes, it does sound like an ad. Once more, they are not a sponsor for this episode. But if they ever feel like sponsoring to the people that run calm.com, please find me and email me at cheshirelookingless at gmail.com. Hmm. A lot of different ads. Hmm. Hmm. Hypnotic bedtime stories. Okay. Uh, these are all on YouTube, though. Kind of sad because I wanted to be able to read something for you. Maybe I can actually go with a poem that I actually enjoy. Now, when I was younger in high school, I was actually in speech and debate, and one of my focuses was actually competing in poetry. Um, I love poetry. I used to actually write poetry. I had the opportunity to put a couple of my pieces into writing contests. Now, granted, they didn't pan out, but... I always enjoyed writing, and in a way, I think that evolved to what it is I'm doing now with podcasting. But there was one poem that I always enjoyed, and I was always a fan of William Blake. Now, for many that have studied literature, William Blake is a very, very prolific writer a lot of his work actually has a lot of biblical connotation with it but it was very beautiful the way that he would place the words the context the message into his writings and the poem that i've always enjoyed reading was the tiger by william blake so if you may and if you're willing to sit through one more reading from me, I would like to read The Tiger to everyone. Just give me one brief moment, one more water break, because reading hurts the throat a little bit. But also I've been talking for a little over 33 minutes at this point, if I'm correct. Let me check real quick. Oh, no. I'm at 29 minutes right now. Time flies, but one second. <clears throat> All right. Also, once more, if you want me to continue reading different stories and you want the uh, Mr. Cheshire's melodious lullabies to actually be a monthly segment, Feel free to email me at CheshireLookingGlass at gmail.com. Feel free to message me on Twitter at chess, um, Place Cheshire. Or you can always send your ideas on the Facebook group for Cheshire's Place, a looking glass into logical madness. All right, here we go. The Tiger by William Blake. Tiger, tiger burning bright. 
in the forest of the night. What immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of thy heart? And when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain, and what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dare grasp, dare its deadly terror clasp? When the stars threw down their spears, and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright, in the forest of the night, what immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry? You know, every time I read that poem, it stirs me even more. It's quite amazing. It's almost like a trip to see a younger version of me reading it for the first time. And I actually read The Tiger for the first time whenever I was in seventh grade. And whenever I feel like the creative juices are not flowing, I'll actually go and read that poem. Because there's so much beauty to it. And for some reason, just reading it out loud, letting it roll off my tongue, there's, it almost seems appropriate for the melodious one, for Mr. Cheshire, to read about a kinship to a tiger. So... With everything being said, thank you for tuning in tonight. I know this is somewhat of a short episode, but this is the imperfect beginning of Season 2. Now, coming up this Saturday, we will be hosting the first Geeking Around the Table. I hope everyone tunes in. This has been Cheshire's Place, a looking glass into logical madness. And just as the Cheshire Cat... I am everywhere, yet nowhere. Have a good night, denizens of Internet Wonderland. Sleep tight. And whenever you feel restless, remember the voice of your dear friend, Mr. Cheshire. Good night and sweet dreams. Mm -hmm.